0: Well, hey family, how are you this morning? I'm doing well, thank you very much. It's good to see you all. If you're a guest, my name is Josh. I'm one of the ministers here at Clear Creek. And again, if this is your first Sunday, welcome to the family. If this is your, you know, you're just sort of kicking the tires of faith or of church, we are so glad that you're here. Love to get to know you better. After this service, if you go out to the lobby, there's a connect table, and we will do our best to answer questions, connect with you, and help you find your next step. And again, as we've already said, good morning to everyone joining us at home or online. We love you. We know for a variety of reasons you're not able to be with us, but we want you to know how much we love you. We're praying for you, and we look forward to seeing you again very soon as well. Now, uh, this morning we're going to do things a little bit differently, but hang on, this is good. All right. Well, friends, we are done as of today with our teaching series, A Time to Build. Now I know you're thinking, well, then why in the world do we have this logo up here if we're done? It's because today is something of a coda, an an addendum, something at the end that we want to circle back to for one final look at this idea of building and rebuilding, because it's not simply here in the States, but it's around the world. And I'll get back to that in a moment. We told you a few weeks back that we wanted to end our teaching, not with myself or someone here, but rather to let you hear what's happening in the rebuilding process, not just in Chattanooga, but around the world. And so a few weeks ago, we had our missionaries here, and we pre-recorded a couple of videos. And this morning, I want you to hear from our missionaries and how God is working them. And here's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear some stories about what God is doing. And then later, you're going to hear some passages and some thoughts that you will probably want to jot down. So if you have a scrap piece of paper or pull out the notes app on your phone or something, you'll want to jot some of these down. But we want to hear what God is doing in them and through them, because they are not simply an extension or some sort of appendage. They are a part of this body, even if they don't come here every Sunday. Amen? Amen? So we want to celebrate that as well. So with that said... If you will, turn your attention to the screen as we listen and hear from the Hartman family now. And then in a few minutes, we'll hear from the Faulkners.
1: Hey, Clear Creek, we're the Hartmans, and we're going to introduce ourselves. Hello,
2: my name is Caleb, and I'm five. My name is Nathan, and I'm seven years old. My name is Samuel, and I'm nine years old. And I'm Lindsay. And I'm Randy. We live in the Middle East. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to share with you guys a story from the past year and a half And um, just like you guys, coronavirus really um, took a toll on our country And just the people and a lot of bad came from that But this story just kind of shows one of the ways that God was working And was clearly my highlight from um, this last term that we've been overseas usually patients stay at the tuberculosis hospital for a long time and um, because of the pandemic they stayed even longer instead of it being arab patients speaking arabic it was patients from all over Um, it was foreign workers who usually get sent back to their home country by by the government and instead they were sent to our hospital There were two Filipino women, two Nepali women, and two Ugandan women, and they all spoke some level of English, and they were all open to doing a discovery Bible study, and it was incredible. I watched these two Filipino women who both claimed to know a little bit about Christianity really grow and mature in their faith, The Ugandan women both had been around some Christians, but um, were both Muslim and and really saw more deeply what it means to love Jesus. And then the two Nepali women who came from a Hindu background, both of them came to faith, full-heartedly accepted Jesus, um, and I still have a relationship with them those women are now back into their um, original settings and so go and make disciples of all nations really kind of took took a new meaning in that Mm. time for us
1: similarly um, well we asked you to pray about me being able to do outreaches again when we were locked down I, I couldn't go out into the community Um, I couldn't do the mobile dental outreach. That opened back up, and um, before we came back, I was able to go on two outreaches um, into communities uh, where we could reconnect with some people we hadn't seen in a long time, and also uh, meet the needs of people we had never seen before. One of the most exciting things for me in this past uh, year is one of the uh, young men that I discipled when I was in the capital, um, I asked him to work with me on some uh, Bible lessons, uh, some Bible curriculum in the local dialect. And uh, he agreed to do so, and we met together uh, several times, and we started putting together these lessons. And he would give feedback because he is... Uh, from the local faith, but has come to give his life to Christ. And uh, so he would give a lot of feedback on on how we should approach things. Somewhere in the middle of it all, he uh, left me a message one day and he said, um, when I originally agreed to do these uh, lessons, I just felt like it yeah, I'm going to do this because it's good work and I need to do it. And, and he really felt like he was doing me and even God a favor by doing it. But what he didn't realize was how much it was going to bless him and his family. And he talked about how by doing these lessons, the spirit had just been working through him to preach to his family and such to where... Um, they could really not respond to him in return. They didn't have words. And he said it was, just, it, was, it was just bringing tremendous blessing to his father and to his aunts and uncles, all of whom are not believers. And so that was one of the most exciting things because um, I'm just seeing the way that God's working through this uh, young man who um, has come to faith and doesn't have a lot of community, but the Spirit's working through him um, in tremendous ways. There were hard times, um, but they weren't that hard because uh, we knew that we had a lot of people praying for us and we are so grateful to Clear Creek because we know that you guys um, are committed to to prayer and we've had uh, many prayer requests go out and we still covet your prayers. We are asking for prayer that this this. Uh, difficult COVID season that God will use it to prepare the hearts of particularly the Bedouin and Syrian people that he will open their hearts um, that we will be entering into a season of uh, fruitfulness and so we pray for that and we pray that um, um, uh, we will have uh, many new outpatients and inpatients at the hospital who will just be ready to receive In addition, um, we ask for prayers for our children, our family. Um, We are going back uh, in September, uh, early September, and several of our children's friends will no longer be there. And so it'll be a little bit more difficult on them. And uh, we just need your prayers as we walk through that with them and as uh, we try to nurture them um, through that time. Also, we pray uh, and ask for your prayers for protection over the hospital. It seems ever since we've been there and as long as it's been around, there's been attacks from the outside on people who want to stop its work. Uh, Satan is... Always trying, the enemy is always uh, trying to shut us down, and um, we want as long as God uh, desires for us to be there, uh, we want to be there. So we want your prayers of protection over uh, the hospital. We are so grateful uh, to the Clear Creek community, and have and are just enjoying this time being able to be with you, and look forward to the next time that we're with you.
3: with the Faulkner family. We're serving in East Asia. Good morning, Clear Creek family. Thank you so much for being a part of our ministry and letting us be a part of what's happening here at Clear Creek. Two years ago, we asked you to pray for people of peace among the people group we were going to serve in East Asia. God answered that prayer and, and uh, brought into our lives two young people who were excited about Jesus and wanted to know more. Unfortunately, we weren't able to be with them very long because the pandemic hit, and after being in East Asia for six months, we had to move uh, out of the country. And we've been serving this people group uh, in in DC and, and other places around the world since then. Since I've been here at uh, at Clear Creek and visiting your small groups, one verse has come into my mind a lot, uh, and that is Acts 1-8. And I see how uh, what we do and, and what's happening here is all, all together. Jesus sent out uh, the disciples and said, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, all Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And so Jerusalem is those people who look like us and are close to us. And I see so many examples in these small groups of people serving each other and, and sharing the gospel with their neighbors and the people who are close to them and have the same language and culture. And I see uh, a Judea ministry, and that is people who are going out of their way to visit people far away who couldn't get to Clear Creek on Sunday, uh, but are ministering to people who are like them, but far away. That is all Judea. And then Samaria, uh, Jesus sent us out to people who uh, don't necessarily look like us and don't necessarily have our same culture or, or language. And I'm seeing that in so many exciting ways. People working with refugees who are part of this church. People who are who are working with international students, uh, people who are having uh, international people into their home, uh, people who are moving to the inner city to be close to, to people who don't look like them or don't have the same culture as them. And then the last one is to the ends of the earth is where you guys have sent us out to the ends of the earth. Uh, to spread the gospel where it already hasn't been preached already, so uh, as I'm saying all these ministries that I'm seeing you doing, maybe some of you are wondering how how do the, our missionaries go our, how are our missionaries sent out to the end of the ends of the earth, and how are we uh, empowered to do this work here at home? if you're not doing this already, I encourage you to to look at Matthew five. And in Matthew 5, Jesus lays out what was called the Beatitudes. And it's really a wonderful uh, vision of what it's like to be within the kingdom of God. And and the the attitudes and the love and the the connection that we have within this kingdom. And at the end of this, he says, you are the salt of the earth. Uh, But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? So salt doesn't try to be salty. It just is salty. And we are transformed by Jesus. And and so as we go out, we're not trying to do something, but we're simply as transformed people doing the thing that comes natural as transformed people. So salt is that internal change that we have as we go out. But light is the external uh, uh, evidence of, of what we're doing and the effect on the people around us. And so Jesus said, you are the light of the world. And so for some of you, you're totally transformed by Jesus and you're excited about what Jesus is doing in your life, uh, but you don't have any opportunities to share that with other people. So I encourage you as a light to go out and find some dark places so that you can you can shine that light and glorify our Father in heaven. I want to end with, with one story. Uh, we were very bummed. We were very disappointed when we had to leave East Asia. And we, we moved to the D.C. area to serve the people that we love there, the people that you sent us to serve in East Asia. The first Sunday we we went to a church where we knew there were some of the people that we loved met. And there was a young man there and uh, he went up to try to take communion. And the pastor was trying to stop him from taking communion uh, because he, he thought that this young man was Muslim. This young man didn't speak English and the pastor didn't speak a language that he understood. And so I was able to help translate my first week at this, at this church, and uh, I asked the young man, uh, are you a, a Christian? And he said, yes. And I said, do you believe in Jesus? And he said, yes. And I told the pastor that. And the pastor said, no, he's not a Christian. I know he's a Muslim. And so I asked him again, I said, when did you become a Christian? And the young man said, today I started to believe in Jesus. And so I told that to the pastor, and the pastor said, oh, that's wonderful. Now we need to do a process of discipling and and bring him to a a point of baptism, uh, which happened a a few weeks after that. What was exciting was talking to this young man about his journey. And as he had had to flee his home country, he landed in D.C. and he started to attend a mosque. And at the mosque, people were mean to him and people were uh, trying to get him to work for them for free and take his things. Um, and he felt depressed and joyless, and one Sunday he came to a church and we started to sing uh, praises to jesus and He said his whole heart was full of joy, and so he came back the next Sunday and wanted to become a Christian. I just want you to see that that it 's not difficult to to spread gospel because the Holy Spirit is doing a thing in people 's hearts it 's not us we 're simply available. Uh, for, for God to do wonderful things around us. Thank you guys so much for your prayers. As we go back, we don't know what's in our future. We want to go back to East Asia. We want to go back and serve this people. But politically and with the coronavirus, everything is so uncertain. Please pray for us and our family that God would give us certainty in our heart. God would give us uh, directions on where we should go and, and how we should grow the kingdom. Going forward. And I also pray. All of this we 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 ask Jesus to, to give us wisdom. Thank you. Bye.